Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. The process is the reward. I'm going to say that back. The process is the reward. What does that mean to you? So yeah, I read that this morning and I feel like that just fits so well in my life right now. Um, Going back to CrossFit, I feel like where I'm at, everything, it's all about enjoying the process. Like I'm not going out there to, well, we can talk about the actual team goals eventually, but um, it's every single day in the gym. It's every day doing my, my job and um, it's that day in and day out process. That's really what my life is. And that's what, that's what the reward is. is what I love that. And I think live every single day. <laughs> I think that's one of the main reasons Kelsey. Okay. If you guys don't know who we're speaking to, we're speaking yeah, the to the woman with the, the, the behind the wisdom here is the wonderful, beautiful, amazing Kelsey Keel. Um, CrossFit athlete, superstar sensation. Um, we are so honored. We actually met her in Whole Foods. Yeah, we met Kelsey in Whole Foods. So setting the scene here, we're in Miami. What, um, were, what were you buying, Kelsey? I don't even know. Oh, I'll tell you. Oh. It was some sort of like chip, right? Tocito, like uh, whole grain. I have chips in my hand. Oh, wait. You're such a creep, Leah. I, I mean, I was like, Shay, it's, it's Kelsey Kiel. She's she she has chips in her hands. Should we say something? And she's like, "Don't say anything." I'm like, "No, nah, uh, too bad. I'm saying something." And then now <laughs> no. we're best friends. No, but it's so true. You're like even one of those people in Whole Foods you just like want to be friends with. And but like especially like I don't know. You talking about that quote, and I think you stood out so much as an athlete um, when we were at Wadapalooza is because you can just tell some people get so hung up, especially when they're on the teams. Like you can just there's of course there's, there's competition, yeah. but you just had like you and your team just had like so much fun with it. It wasn't like if you don't get that <laughs> overhead snatch, like we are done. Um, right. It was definitely like you guys hyping each other up and such like girl power. On the on, I guess on the turf. On the on the floor. floor. On the yeah. floor. I don't know. <laughs> on the floor. floor yeah, floor. the floor. Yeah. Out on the floor. Yeah. And you were so nice too when we were being so creepy to you in Whole Foods. <laughs> like we just like you would think people looking in and we're like, oh, they must be friends. And it's like, no, we were just being really creepy. And you're from Boston, so yes, that's what we started out with. Let's go. Wait, where in Boston are you from? Oh, I actually only lived there for like almost three years. Let's go, so Team Boston. Like okay, you're not from, from Boston. Boston. I forget, where are you from? No. I'm, well, I was born in Chicago, but I've lived in like Pennsylvania in like the Philadelphia area uh, majority of my life. Okay, yeah. so somehow we have to lure you back to Boston. Just kept saying if it's meant to work out, it's going to work out and you know, I found an apartment and it all just kind of unfolded. <laughs> oh God, okay. What, what did you think of Boston? Like, did you have any like hot spots? We have a lot of Boston listeners. So like, where was like your go-to, whether it was to eat or to go out? Uh, well, I was a CrossFit kind of loser. So I didn't like <laughs> go out too okay. much, um, but I love food. And I will say that like, I just love the food up there. Um, one any of our favorites? favorite places yeah. to go, like, celebratory like meal places with sweet cheeks sweet it's kind of crazy Wait, i've the... never been it's the barbecue no. place right? oh, okay what would biscuits, you what's what's an order there it's the biscuits just gosh, like a just full like all sack the, all the meat and then biscuits <laughs> and a side <laughs> of biscuits with an extra side of biscuits yeah oh. like a bucket of them they're so good oh that sounds um, amazing yeah but i didn't like i didn't do too much and that's like looking back on it, like that was a, just a different time in my life where like I explored the city in other ways, but I, I was pretty head down with my Mm -hmm. training and I was so swamped. Like, I feel like I'm busy now. And looking back when I was like coaching a full, a full-time coaching job, as well as having my remote nutrition clients and training for the CrossFit games. Like it was just like, I don't know how I 
You're like, go me. (laughs) Can't believe I did that. That's unreal. Do you think that's like what has gotten you to this point? Like I think so many athletes, especially are, we talked about like fitness professionals and talking about like burnout. Do you Mm -hmm. think you experience that? And that's why you're kind of like, like the quote we went back to is that you're taking that extra time to kind of enjoy the moment and the process that you're in. Yeah. I mean, like I, I can really only speak for like people who are kind of in my shoes. Like I know a lot of people that coach CrossFit and also train and also do, you know, side personal training to make side money, like things like that. Like I just, I always laugh. I'd be like, you know, my, I paid my dues. Like I hustled for like hard, like I would, there'd be nights that I would close the gym, get home, eat dinner, try to like unwind. And then I would wake up at 4 15 to open the gym the next morning and then also have a full day of training, like a double session and coach between. And like, there was just, it was like a time in my life that that was just what I did. It was just the hustle. Like, I don't think even when I was in it, I realized how much of a hustle it was. And now looking back, I'm like, ah, wow. When you start to (laughs) subtract a few things. Yeah. You're like, wow, I have time to like eat a meal and not stuff it down my throat and actually enjoy the food in front of me. And I think especially with CrossFit too, like I feel like it's one of those still underrated sports that's kind of developing. And I think people now are still really starting to recognize it and it's getting, the athletes are getting the recognition that they deserve. But I think with that being said, there's not such a big budget, right? So it's like really those top tier athletes that are getting some of that sponsorship money coming through. But there are so many athletes that are part of um, the organization that aren't being recognized or aren't being paid and need to have the 10 hustles plus. (laughs) the training in order to be on that level and then in order to get to be the top athlete you have to perform but then you don't have time to train because you're doing all these other things so exactly so now I always always joked about like CrossFit's like the worst sport to try to be a professional in because it's just I mean I will say that bobsled's not much better with (laughs) paying athletes but um it's just yeah like you said you have to work so hard And then you also have to make time to train to try to get to that top spot where then you don't have to work as hard on the side and, you know. It's a balance. Can you please explain this relationship between bobsled and CrossFit? Yeah, I'm so confused. When did this happen? Uh, Yeah, it was um, back in, I can't believe he's just like on the sleep right now. No, it's so cute. People are going to love it when we clip the highlights and see the dog. Just uh, the whole highlight is just, what's his name? What's his name? Her Oliver. Name? Oliver. It's just Oliver sleeping. All the highlights, like no, no words. <laughs> if anyone can hear him snoring, that's, uh, that's typical. Um, yeah. So back in like pretty much when the pandemic hit back while I was still up in Boston, um, like March or April of 2020, I was just messaged on Instagram um, by, she actually won gold in the monobob. She's a pilot for the team USA. And she messaged me and she was like, you know, on paper, you're, you're like that CrossFit athlete, mm-hmm. um, with that, you know, the strength and the power, you look like you would be really good at bobsled. Do you want to give it a try? Have you ever thought about giving it a try? And I had never thought of giving it a bobsled. What? A try. I'm like refreshing my DMs and I'm like, um, <laughs> I have yet to get I'm a confused. DM along those lines. I'm like, you should try out the um, Olympic sport. Wait, what was that? Sorry, what was that Disney movie with about the bobsleds? Do you oh, know what I'm talking uh, about? The running. There was like a there was like a catchy little song about it. Yeah, and that was the the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah, yeah. So and they had a team this year at the Olympics. Crazy. Amazing. So you yeah. said yes to this opportunity. Yeah, in my mind, I was. It was one of those things that was like you can't not try to make an Olympic team. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Wait, no, Kelsey, the DM comes through. And then like, what is your first reaction? Like, do you show your friend? Do you send screenshot it and send it to your mom? Honestly, I had like, it came through, she's on the West coast and it came through at like 1030 at night. And I had had like three glasses of wine (laughs) and I was just like, I would probably not have entertained. It was kind of funny, but it actually came from her husband he and she and him were like kind of on a recruiting spree and honestly like some of these dms i just like delete yeah and i for whatever reason it was probably the wine i was like i'll entertain this (laughs) and i replied and we just we kind of went back and forth and 
he then connected me with Kaylee and we chatted and it was, it was kind of like, I, the only thing I'd ever heard about bobsled, um, really was Blaine McConnell, who was with Invictus. He was an Invictus coach and he left CrossFit to go bobsled. And I, so that was really my only kind of window into all of that. And so I was just, you know, I screenshotted it. I sent it to my coach and I said, this might be a kind of cool thing. And we kind of tabled it for a while. Um, I was still training CrossFit and, um, she was out in California. So we had said like, maybe I would go out, um, and visit her and train with her and just kind of see like what would happen. Um, and we didn't like, we didn't speak for a while and the whole kind of spring and summer went as it did. And I, that was kind of when I made my decision to leave Boston and I was actually going to move to Vegas. Mm -hmm. My coach at the time was Justin Kotler and he was moving out there with Carrie Pierce and, you know, that whole underdogs crew. And, um, it wasn't underdogs at the time, but he was my coach. And, you know, I thought what better opportunity go try Vegas out. Um, and so I, um, literally it was the end of August. It was about like 36 hours before I was getting in my U-Haul truck to start my drive across that Kaylee called me and said, we have a bed for you at the Olympic training center up in Lake Placid, New York. Um, so don't move across the country yet. (laughs) And so it, it was, it was like less of don't, she just suggested me not to, um, because with COVID and everything, it was like, at the time being on a bordering state of New York, my quarantine would be shorter and all of that. So instead of driving to Las Vegas, I drove my U-Haul down to Philly where my mom lives and, um, got a storage unit and just kind of waited it out to see when I could go up to Lake Placid. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Talk about like living on like that edge of your seat. Like, so walk us through, you make it, so you go to Lake Placid and then, and then what? Yeah. So then it was like, here, just do your best. Like <laughs> I, I obviously have never been on a bobsled track. I, Were you like uh, embarrassed to show up? Know. Like, I mean, obviously, I mean, you can't be embarrassed. Like, look at you. But yeah. Like you show up and you're like, um, yeah. Like what, I'm what here. did you wear? Like snow pants and like, <laughs> a scarf? Well, so I went up in like September. So I did pack a bunch of like cold weather stuff, but mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that i had for the rest of that season was that I, I bought up there or like ordered in and mm-hmm. um Kelsey was like I only have a sports bra and spandex shorts so <laughs> does I'm that work like, not <laughs> sure I got, <laughs> I got some Fleo shorts and that's about it. Yeah. um no it was like it was great I mean there was another crossfitter Colleen Foch was also recruited and so she was actually up there at the same time um which thank god she was because we like went through just like I always say like drinking from a fire hose, like we were just like forced right into it. Um, normally there's like a combine and a rookie camp and all that stuff. And we were just like, Hey, here, you're with the national team for team trials. Like you're, we're going to just see if you got it kind of thing. Um, were the other people bitter? Uh, I think there was a few. Yeah. Like she just got to prance her way on in her little fleos. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was definitely like a different vibe. Like Colleen and I talked about it a bunch, how like we walked into the the very first day when we walked into the weight room, it was just like not a CrossFit gym. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Where am I? The camaraderie and like people are just so nice in CrossFit gyms and I get it. Like these new rookies are coming in, like mm-hmm. trying to take their spots. Like I don't blame them. Um, but I think, I hope even when I think back to that, like that they warmed up to us and they, they understood that like, we're just there to give it a go. And yeah. it was like, yeah, it was a wild, a wild year. Oh my God. So what, okay. What are like maybe like two of the biggest challenges that stand out to you from, I guess the overall experience. And then we'll talk about the highlights. Yeah. So one of the biggest things that I, um, like when I look back on that last year, I always joke and I say like, I just want to kind of like rip those pages out and toss them away because they were just like 
it was a really, honestly, a really, really hard year for me. Um, I kind of suffered like a few injuries that kind of set me back, um, with being very specific sports specific training. There was like just little muscles in my adductors that weren't prepared for it. Like I, I could do CrossFit well, but like the little muscles for sprinting just weren't like ready for it and that kind of thing. So mentally it was just like, it was a really hard go, especially that first time up in Lake Placid. Um, And like looking back, I think one of the biggest takeaways, and I've said this a few times, but was like my fear of just like looking dumb. Mm -hmm. And I would like, I was around these Olympia, like lots of them had been to the Olympics and had been doing this for years. And there was people who had been, you know, before they did bobsled, they were running track or they were playing football. So they were very like, they knew how to sprint. They knew how to push a sled. And I think, or I know looking back, like I was just so afraid of looking dumb that I don't even think I tapped into like my true athletic ability just because I was so worried about how I looked and not even like, oh my gosh, do they think I look pretty kind of thing? It was like, I don't want to make a fool of myself. And I was just so worried about that, that I just let kind of like my anxiety and my nerves take over almost like too much. Right. And do you feel like you've taken that lesson into CrossFit now? Like you're less worried about how you look or do you still deal with that? (laughs) There's a lot from that last year that like, I've taken in to this, like these last couple of months doing CrossFit again. Um, like I have said it a million times in these last couple of months, but like I'm having the most fun that I have ever had doing CrossFit. And I feel like I'm just, there's this new energy and, and like, maybe it was, who knows if it was just like doing bobsled and learning those lessons yeah. or like just taking a year off, like. I like missed it and I missed the process of going to the gym and I am not a good runner and I am doing these running repeats and I'm miserable, but I like feel myself getting better. And it's that process. Like, I'm not going to get a gold medal at the end of that session, but like the process of getting better is, is the reward. And, you know, the change of gyms, the change of training partners, the the new energy and support. It's just like, I don't, there's just something different about it this time around. And I'm just like, just leaning into that. (laughs) So where are you now? And like, what does a day in the life of Kelsey Keel look like as of now? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I am in Philadelphia. So I live here. Um, This is my house. It's my mom's house that I rent from her, which is great. Love that. Great landlord. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mom, late on the payment. A couple blocks away. So yeah. if anything breaks, you like can come fix it. Um, <laughs> so I like officially moved back here in like the summer of 2020, but with bobsled, that was another thing was that like, I didn't spend more than like 10 days in Philadelphia, like with my dog, with my like people, I was traveling so much and it was just like, you had to be ready. They would send you like an email that said like, Hey, we need a negative COVID test in the next 72 hours because you, we need you on a plane. We need to be in park city in five days. Like it was, I was living out of a suitcase. Wow. I was feeling overwhelmed all the time. And I was also dating someone who lived across the country. So it was like, if I wasn't bobsledding, I would like want to go see him, but it was just like, overwhelming and too much. (laughs) So being like in Philly is another big thing that like, I don't have to, like, I don't have to leave going to Miami was fun, but and then I get to come home and like, and there's home home is home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the end, at the end of my bobsled thing, which was, um, probably like the beginning of August, late August ish. Um, I joined a gym here in South Philly called open box athletics. And I had done like a photo shoot or two there. And I thought it like the gym looked cool. They had an assault runner. They had like the things that I would need for my training. And um, it just was always like fun when I walked in there. So I started going there and I walked in and pretty much like the first or second day that I was there, uh, my now training partner walked up to me and was like, Kelsey Keel, what's your plan for the season? <laughs> and I was like, not in CrossFit shape. I was 
You're like, I, I just signed up yesterday. Time. I'm confused what plan you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it if you have it. <laughs> I have what? You You're like, I'd love to see the plan if you've had, if you have yeah, it. Yeah, let me know. I'm like, uh, try to get fit again. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, have fun. I don't know. And it just, like, him and I talked a bunch, like, here and there. And um, I, like, hopped into a couple training pieces with him. And then it wasn't, honestly, until, like, late October, early November that I was like, okay, maybe, maybe we're going to do this. And I actually reached out to him. His name is Joey. He's the head coach at, um, open box. And I was just like, I think I'm going to try to get like CrossFit shape again, like do actually do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I actually hired his coach to be my coach. Um, mostly because I thought if we can like link up our training, that's ideal. And we can like be training partners and have this good energy and all that. And, um, so him and I started training together and honestly, it was just like for the season, we, we had another guy, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to find a girl to be our fourth, if, you know, we were going to do the team thing. And, um, probably two weeks before Wadapalooza, I reached out to, Ashley Wozni, who is a Massachusetts girl. I trained with her a bunch when I was up in Boston. Boop, boop. Um, and I said, Hey, Ash, you want to move to Philly for the season? Oh, <laughs> and my God. her crazy ass. She's like 24. I feel like she's just like living la vida loca. Sure. Why not? <laughs> and I like, honestly didn't think it was going to work out. And Joey and I kept saying like, you know, if it, if it works out, it works out. Otherwise right. it's the individual thing. We'll just have yeah. fun with it, blah, blah, blah. And it worked out and she's here in Philly and we've been doing, we've been team training since beginning of January and it's wild. It's just like, again, just things are happening, how they're meant to happen. And we're having so much freaking fun doing it. <laughs> All right. Two things that blow my mind about the CrossFit world. One, yeah. that people just get up and move on a whim. Like the story you told. No, that does happen. I can confirm it. I've suitcase always packed. Talk to many people who are like, yeah, and then I'll just move. And then I just moved here yeah. and then I moved there. And I'm like, okay. I that's, think that's just like the hustle in them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you have to have hustle right. and you have I to. Yeah. I feel order. like for the regular folk, you like have to plan that shit out for like months and months. I know. I was talking to my friend in New York and she was like, oh, like I've been looking for a new job and I'm like talking about moving to California. I was like, oh, awesome. And she's like, yeah, my lease ends in like four months, but it'll probably have to be like next year. And I was like, yeah. I was like, but you have like four months. And she's like, oh, well, that's, it's way whoa, too whoa, soon. Yeah. Way too soon. I know. It oh, is. Right. It's so easy to push it off. Um, yeah. and then the second thing that like blows my mind is like how you guys form teams. I still don't really understand. So like you can just kind of like text someone and be like, be on my team. Like how, I don't get that. Can you, you haven't asked that? me to be on your team? You, will you be, will you be okay, the other tone? Yeah, sure. Okay. Thank you. All right. Continue. <laughs> so how do you well, do that? Yeah, this season, well, last season, I like paid no attention last season. That's another thing is like when I was bobsledding, I like watched the semifinals and the games, but I like, didn't really pay attention to the rules. I didn't really pay attention how the teams worked. Um, so it was kind of like a refresher course yeah. for me going into this season too. Um, so I like read the rule book pretty closely to make sure we were doing it, how we were meant to do it. Yeah. I feel um, like it's kind of complicated. Yeah, it is. And especially because I had someone moving here to do it. So I learned a little bit that, um, they changed it back last year, they changed it back to being more of like an affiliate cup, which means instead of being able to create like super teams and just like pulling four people, um, they're like scores and you're going and you compete and try to win to get to the games. Mm -hmm. It's now you have to be at the affiliate and train together and be a real like affiliate team. So, um, Ashley had to get to Philly before pretty much before Wadapalooza because that was like the cutoff date. Wow. And um, she was like, she now coaches at our other teammates gym. And like, so she has like a job here. It's like a fit. She's here, here. Um, but she has to like be here training. We all four have to be like at the same affiliate. I think it's like within a hundred miles. For how so long though? Like, like, let's say uh, like someone could just do like one session and be like, okay, we're a team now. Yeah, no, it has to be for the season. For the whole season. Okay. That's yeah. so like complicated. It's, and it's like, 
you see like these teams that like announced that they were a team like later on and you're like, when did she get there? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait a second. To be on these teams. So, so, so really as far as choosing a teammate and choosing someone that you're like, Hey, come train at this character or whatever. You look for. Yeah. What are you looking for? It's like a first date, I imagine. And then we'll talk about who we're looking for in a party. Joey and I, my training partner, Joey and I were like, he's, so he's competed at the games um, on a team a few times as have I. And we were like, if we're going to like do this, like let's put a team together. That's like going to go compete. Like we don't want to go just like get the Jersey kind of deal. Like we want to go and like really, you know, podium. We want to like make a run for it. And so it was kind of like the, the other guy. So our other guy is Nick and he was kind of on the same page. Like we want to go and yeah, we're going to like have a ton of fun, but we also want to like be really competitive with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of the main thing when we were looking for that other girl was someone who has that competition experience, um, who's like been to the games and knows that kind of like high pressure situation. Um, who's fun and can like vibe well with the team and just someone who's like committed to it. And, um, when I thought of Ashley, she, so Ash has like won her, she was a teenager and won her teen division. And then she's competed at the games. She competed with Reebok one. Um, I competed against her. And then it's actually kind of funny because in 20 going into 2019, I think, um, yeah, 2019 Wadapalooza, that was when you could kind of like put different teammates together and, uh, whole long story, but they actually benched me <laughs> on Invictus Boston and uh, took Ashley in my place. The nerve. Super rude. Let me just say. Um, and it was just kind of hilarious. Like even now I'll be like, Hey Ash, remember when you took my spot on the team? Like, <laughs> I got my spot back by the way. Yeah. Um, oh, damn but right. it was just it's like, we've come full. Circle. Yeah. She's, I keep saying like, she's 24, I think. And like the guys and I were in our thirties. We're like, she brings like a really good vibe. Young energy yeah. To the team. Have you, have you ever been on a team with someone that you're like, Oh my God, like they're an incredible athlete, but they're a nightmare. And you can, you don't need to name names. Um, look at her. She's like, yes, 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 totally. No, like when I think I actually just had this conversation today, when I think about just different teammates that I've competed with and like how they communicate and like support versus mm. not being supportive and being angry and yelly yeah. versus like someone who's like, that was great. You got this or something like that. Like, right. just a very, and I'm like, seeing those differences and like that's definitely part of the reason I'm enjoying it so much more now is that it's like I feel positive yeah even training today we have team days on Wednesdays and it was something like we had so many burpees and I am just not a very good burpeer and as we're going I'm like so in my head because I'm slowing the whole team down and Joey's just like he like slaps my hand he's like you got it like and it was just like, oh yeah, okay, I'm okay, kind of thing. It was like yeah, in my head, that. it got me out of my head. It's just like that supportive environment is just, you can't, yeah. you can't. You're like coaching each other too. You're not only teammates, yeah. but you're each other's coaches in a way, which is kind of weird. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love that we're talking about looking for teammates. And I don't know, I feel like when you're a CrossFitter and you're going to something so like intense, you are so not only physically strong, but you've, you've got to be mentally strong as well. It's a mental yeah. game as well. So I assume it, when you're dating, you want to look for someone who's kind of on that same level. So I know you yeah. mentioned you were dating someone like across the country, but assume, are you single ready yeah. to mingle? Our toners want to know. Yeah. And said we. Okay, I'm single right now. Hey, you heard it here first. <laughs> okay. It's so funny because no, like I never get that question. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I guess technically, officially, I'm single. Like, no uh, oh, I'm oh, I'm okay. Single, but it, what that tells me is there's some layers to that story when I go, well, technically, no one's asked me anything. <laughs> so if the guy listens to this podcast, he'll be a little upset with you. Is that what I'm hearing? No. Okay. Okay. Both okay. of his core right now. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Okay. All right. So when dating, what are some non-negotiables for you? 
It could be something as simple like this person has to hold the door for me always. Like I, you know, love that. Or like this person has to be Kelsey's super like, funny. Do you see these muscles? You yeah. don't need to hold the door for me, but thanks. Yeah, thanks though. So. <laughs> I kind of like it though. I love it. Yeah, chivalry. Um, I think a big one is just like for me, per like so many people. I get like DMs all the time of like, oh, would you ever date a non-crossfitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like I don't need the person that I'm with to do the thing that I do. Like, I really, I, I love when the person that I'm with, like has their own stuff, Mm -hmm. like whether it's the job that they do or uh, a A hobby hobby or whatever it might be and that they support me in what I'm doing. They don't have to like go to the gym twice a day and die on the floor doing burpees. Like, (laughs) that's okay. Like, I don't need them to do the same thing that I do, but I think it's that like mutual respect of like, Oh, you have something that you're passionate about, whatever that might be. And I have this thing that I'm passionate about. It just happens to be CrossFit. (laughs) Um, but I'm guessing they have to be like athletic to understand your lifestyle. Like I can't imagine you dating like a a Joe Schmo. Schmo. Yeah. Like, I don't we know. spend too much time together. Yeah, like <laughs> in unison, they say Joe Schmel. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's. I mean, I feel like athletes just across the board, whether you did a sport in high school or college or whatever it might be, like there is that mindset mm-hmm. about like there's just a different kind of mindset. And I had a conversation over the weekend where I was like, "You're an athlete. I'm an athlete. Like you kind of know that, like." whatever it might be, whether it's like that feeling of celebrating something that you accomplished or a feeling of failure or something like you can relate. I feel like there's that athlete mentality and you don't have to be a current athlete, but like you said, just kind of understanding the commitment that has to go into it and the, oh, maybe I'm not going to go out drinking that night because I that, or like whatever it might be, I need to be in bed or whatever. Um, there's just that kind of, again, the mutual respect and understanding of what each other's goals are and that type of thing. Have you dated someone before that like, didn't totally understand, um, your lifestyle? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I feel like not like boyfriend, girlfriend dating, but like gone on dates with people who like don't understand. And then it's like, okay, well, we don't have to continue this kind of thing. Um, I think that no matter who it is, like, I don't know, I'm all about like, let's go grab a coffee or let's go and I'll go out for a meal or drinks or something. It's just like, that's not going to be my go-to every time is going out for drinks. And I feel like that's kind of a typical one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's like, yeah, that's definitely one that I've experienced in the past of like, oh, let's grab a drink and you're like, no, switch it up. Yeah. Like, can we go for a walk instead? Yeah, yeah. I love when a guy like pitches like a creative idea or yeah. going on a date with like has like something kind of like cool planned. I don't know. Like even I don't know. Yeah. As simple as like bowling. You're kind of like, all right, like that's a little different. And then I think just like doing something an activity together. Right. I kind of hate how someone. drinks is the go to thing now. How about I just. Yeah, I hate that drinks is the go to thing now. Just yeah, like I'm just going to drink. Like, no, I don't want to drink. It's a Tuesday. Thank you, though. Um, <laughs> um, so. How about like on the opposite side of things, like uh, what are like major like red flags, maybe something that like you've dealt with in the past that you're like, I know for a fact I'm not putting up with this. Is there any that you have? Uh, hmm. <laughs> Let's see. I feel like I, hmm. well, one thing I am working on in my life is actually expressing my needs and expressing like what I need for myself because I don't know if you guys do like the Enneagram personality types. I'm definitely a two, which is like a giver. I'm like always non-confrontational as much as possible. If you're good, then I'm good. (laughs) And I feel like I carried that into a lot of my past relationships. Like, oh, if you're okay, then I'll just shut up and I'll be okay if you're good kind of thing. Um, So I think that as I'm getting better at expressing like, oh no, actually for me, I need to do this or something yeah. like that. As soon as someone uh, like doesn't respect that or kind of gaslights around what I need, then I have to like 
as hard as it might be, I have to kind of cut it and stick up for myself finally kind of thing. So I feel like that's one of the major ones is as I'm going through kind of my own self-work, like if they're not respecting those boundaries. I think as women, we're kind of like trained and taught to keep quiet and make sure that your partner is happy and in so many aspects. Um, And I think it's finding your voice and realizing that your happiness matters too, um, just as much. And if you're not happy, say something and your partner's never going to know until you say it. Right. Um, So I just got a DM (laughs) as we speak from PC and the pups, Patrick Clark, who said that you're a former collegiate soccer player. (laughs) Is that right? I am. Yeah. She like, plays soccer. She bobsleds. Like, um, oh my! Where did you play? Um, uh, so I played at a small Division three school in upstate New York. I was Elmira College. Nice. I was a D three <laughs> athlete. We um, matter. I, I always joke and say like we. I was mediocre college soccer player, and we were really good at drinking alcohol. Like, much better at drinking than playing soccer. Yeah. But we had a lot of fun. What do you think? You're like soccer your college soccer team would thinks say of you, yeah hey, or thinks of you now like if they went back and your soccer coach saw <laughs> fix, or I'm sure they do but like yeah what do you think their like first reaction was when they found out like kind of who you are and what you do now that's a really so I I don't know like how far back you guys have gone but like I was like I said I was really good at drinking um <laughs> and eating and like I was I didn't always look like this. And I, I think, was like, seeing that. And I was like, I feel like when you see you, like a lot of people would just picture you came out of the wombs with like a six, <laughs> yeah. a, an eight pack. I mean, it, it took a while. And I definitely like, that was a big part of like my whole college career was just like very low self-confidence mm-hmm. and um, comparing myself to, you know, my teammates. And um, it was, that was like probably one of the hardest things was, just dealing with that. I mean, we, as women, we all like yeah. go through that. Um, and I've actually heard from, I even heard from my college coach who I didn't really get super along with yeah. <laughs> that, like, she's proud of like where I've come and come from and that kind of thing. And, um, I think when I found CrossFit, it was pretty much like a year after I graduated college um, because I dove so headfirst into CrossFit and really like, you know, like tuned a lot of other stuff out. Um, what kind of went with that was like my super close relationships with some of the, my teammates in college. Um, so I don't like see a ton of them anymore. A lot of them are in like New York or the New England area. Um, so I don't like see them too often, but, um, I've gotten a lot of like really loving and supportive messages from them. And I think that again, it's that athlete mindset, like they get it and Mm. they're, you know, they're proud of me and they're supportive of me and what I'm doing, even if it's not like the typical thing you do after college. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So what are your biggest tips? I mean, you say your body went through quite a transformation and obviously CrossFit has played a huge role, but like, I guess, what are some of the things that got you to where you are, whether it was mental or maybe it is nutritional? um, Yeah. Especially like right off the bat, like making, taking those steps from being maybe not the ideal body that you wanted to being like, okay, I'm going to go into CrossFit. I'm going to throw myself in this. Yeah. Uh, so when I first, very first started CrossFit, it was kind of like that excuse to be able to like keep partying and keep eating whatever I wanted. And I'm like, Oh, I'm working out, yeah, doing the Mm -hmm. thing, whatever. And then it wasn't until like 2015 when I like decided I was going to kind of see where I could go with all of this. Uh, by the way, if you had told me then I I would be where I am now, I would have never believed you in a million years. Um, I love that, but I, my first step was, um, I actually hired a nutrition coach. Um, I didn't really know anything about nutrition or food or anything like that. Um, I read a book and I kind of did counting and tracking macros on my own for a little bit. And I saw some success. Um, but it got to the point where I was like, I need some more guidance in this. And so I hired someone who's actually my boss. Now I actually work for her. Um, and that was, again, that was back in 2015 and 
I mean, I've been counting and tracking and obviously taking breaks here and there and loosely and all that flexible lifestyle stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's been a big part of my life is just kind of learning, really shifting and reshaping my relationship with food. Um, I'm an overeater by nature. Um, and I mean, I went from 210 pounds down to like 165 wow. in 2016. Um, and I remember seeing 162 on the scale and it was just like, that's actually not a healthy weight for me. And I, we then built me back up and now my body loves to be more around 177 and I'm thriving here. <laughs> so, I mean, it's taken years and years and years of, um, you know, learning about what foods fuel me with my training volume. And, you know, we went through a little bit of a change when my training changed with bobsled and, that was a little bit of a mental hurdle, but, um, just really working on that, like relationship with my body and with food. And that's probably the biggest thing that, you know, has happened to me in the last six years, seven years. Yeah. I think Leah and I can relate to you a lot. Um, we definitely grew up with like always cookie cakes in the house. Our parents, um, don't, yeah, did not understand nutrition. So a lot of it was kind of like self-taught. We saw ourselves like definitely putting Mm -hmm. on the weight. And then as soon as you like, I remember being a part of like dance team and Leah being playing a collegiate athlete and playing basketball, you definitely start to play the comparison game, especially us as women, I think we're kind of just prone to that, prone to that. So starting to just be more knowledgeable about what you're putting into your body. Um, where do you, where do you feel like your relationship is now with it? With yeah. food and your body. I, and- yeah. So I feel like it's it's been a roller coaster, but obviously, and more specifically in these last couple months of uh, you know, probably six or seven months. Um, but I still have a nutrition coach and it's been like the last honestly just couple months where I've really I've almost like felt this complete sense of freedom with, um, food and calories and trying to balance, like going on a date and, and eating whatever Mm -hmm. from wherever we go and having two glasses of wine. And, and I've come, I've like really honed in on the fact that it's like, it's more of an understanding of, okay, I'm going to go out to eat tonight. I'm going to have two glasses of wine. So tomorrow when I train, I'm not going to feel as great that's just a given. And it's no longer like, Oh, don't do this because if you go out, then you're going to wake up tomorrow and your training is going to be shit. And the whole day will go to a waste. Mm -hmm. Like it's no longer me berating myself because of these choices that I've made. It's just me accepting like, okay, this is me having balance in my life and I'm going to enjoy it. And tomorrow I might have a headache while I'm doing these burpees, but (laughs) But I I had a great time. Yeah. Like, And I don't know if that's also just a change in environment, change in the people I've surrounded myself with, but it's been this like sense of freedom in these last couple of months where I'm just like, it's like, I'm not beating myself up anymore. I'm really just accepting the choice that I make, whether it's I go to bed at nine or I go to bed at one after having a few glasses of wine, like a choice is a choice and I'm not like less of a person because I drink the wine or ate the cookie or whatever it might be. I think people, I love hearing you say that. And I know a lot of people listening in are going to love hearing you say that because they look at you and they're like, okay, like I'm going to have to give up basically my whole life to (laughs) look and do what she does. And like, I think it's really important to know that there's still, even at that level, like a sense of balance and finding what makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask what you're definitely, yeah. Like I say, like, I'm not like, going individual to the CrossFit games and getting on the podium. Like those people are making different kinds of choices than I am, but I'm also like, I I know where I'm at. And I also, one like little caveat I want to put in there is that like, I consider myself a professional athlete and I'm in the gym, like I get there at nine and I leave at 1130 in the morning and I go back for 132 and I'm there till 430. Like it's a, a big chunk of my day. And sometimes I think that like, I see it with my nutrition clients all the time that like they play that comparison game 
and they're, you know, well, I want to, I want to look like this. And they pull <laughs> up someone who's also in the gym for eight hours out of the day yeah. when my client has a full-time job and they're there for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not saying one's right or wrong or right. one, you know, but like you, and you can't like beat yourself up because you can only make an hour and a half. An hour and a half is so much more than lots of people do. Yeah, It's just like these little things that um, I think too often people beat themselves up about when it's just like, celebrate that kind of thing. Like you're going to the gym, you're doing it. <laughs> so live your life. No, building, building your own pie. I was like, yeah. And There's... like, what's going to fit in. And even with macros too, like my, whatever you kind of like find it, prioritize <laughs> in your macros or whatever, like sweets are a big thing for us. Like, yeah, it's going to look different for someone else. And I mean, I'm sure obviously it's a nutrition coach. Right oh my God. Let's Love go. That. Yeah. I think so. So often people do have that mindset where they're like, Oh, I made one mistake. I had one night where I had Ooh. pizza. So the whole week is shit and it's not what you do. Sometimes it's what you do most of the time. That's why they say consistency is key. It's not what you, that one night you had a glass of wine. Okay. Do you do that every day? No. All right, so when you come to Boston, we're having a drink. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So It'll that's be gonna be, it. yeah, it's gonna be a thing. Um, okay, no, we're kind of running out of yeah. time here, but I did, before we wrap up and do our game, yes. I did want to ask about your um, relationship to Fleo. I feel like we always see you rocking it. Yeah. Um, is that like one of your favorite kind of um, things you got going on? Or yeah, walk us through yeah. maybe some of your um, brand partnerships. Yeah. So, um, I'm a sponsored athlete with them. I actually, when I look back, I've actually only been an an official athlete with them for like, I think now we're coming on two years, two and a half, maybe or something. Let's go. But I, every like brand that I work with, it just comes, I am a big advocate of it, like naturally happening Mm -hmm. because I use the product or I wear the clothes or wear the headbands or whatever it might be. And with Fleo, it just like made sense because I was wearing everything from them anyway. (laughs) Um, And I just, it's a small woman owned company and she just, you know, she hires rock stars that just like the marketing team, their athlete relations, everyone on that team. I just feel grateful that I get to work with because they're like some of my best friends as well as like a sponsor. I feel like your vibes fit so well with them. Guys, check their stuff out. It's really cool. It's funny. We we haven't rocked any Fleo yet, but I saw it when I saw it on you and like the cool like lime green and the colors. I was like, all right, we we gotta we gotta level up with some of this stuff. They do fun colors, they do fun prints, and then they also do black. Yeah, and that's uh, my problem. I'm always in black. Yeah, same. same. (laughs) Or white. Black or white. All right. Well, yeah, you gotta introduce the game. Yeah, Let's let's wrap it up. So. This is would you rather, but instead of I put a little we put a little spin on it. Instead of it being like okay. crazy, like would you rather like I actually okay, guys, like eh, okay. that's kind of annoying. Oh, okay. So so it's I'm gonna ask you a question. Would you rather do this kind of like simple but annoying task? Or it's funny that you mentioned that you hate burpees. Ten burpees. Okay? okay. All right. Okay. Question okay, that- I feel like ten burpees for Kelsey is probably like but it's just, Literally. I don't know, but when you hear these tasks, it may, we'll make, okay, we may, let's, 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 let's we'll say at least, at least okay. 30, 30. Okay. All right. You can do 10 burpees in her sleep. Okay. All right. So would you rather do 30 burpees or turn the lights off after being all snuggled up in bed? And then someone's like, can you go turn that off? The lights. You, yeah. You would turn I mean, I hate that because. I love when I get all snuggled in bed, but also I hate burpees. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hates burpees all right. More. She's turning the lights off even, even when you're all snuggled up. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Fold laundry or 30 burpees. 30 burpees. Okay. I <laughs> hate too. folding laundry. I can do the laundry, but folding it and putting away. Uh, I don't have my drawers. It sits it's just... on my bed. Ugh. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. All right. Next one. <laughs> Refill the Brita. <laughs> or do 30 burpees. Shay never refills the bread. It's uh, always me. Tactical. She's like, I just want to bring up the fact that you're a lazy bitch. <laughs> that is so funny because this is kind of the same thing, but I have a like a little humidifier in my room. Yeah. And I get in bed and I see that I didn't fill it up. And I'm like, I like, I would rather 
do burpees. 30 burpees. There's do not this, ask me to refill Let me it. tell you, the same people that aren't refilling the Brita are leaving one little piece of toilet paper left and not getting out a new one. They're not putting back the shopping carts. The same people. Ooh, I'll do that, though. You would I'm put, an advocate of the shopping cart yeah. thing. Honestly, I feel like I am, too, and I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. All right. Take the groceries in in two trips or do 30 burpees. The two trips. It's the two <laughs> trips for me. <laughs> I guess the, the groceries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You take the two trips. That's that, heartbreaking. That, the reason I do CrossFit is so that I can take the groceries in in one trip. I literally can picture you like bouncing <laughs> like on, on your head, head, like holding it with a pinky <laughs> toe. Like arms full of bags. <laughs> She's like, I trained for this. <laughs> All right. Doing the dishes or doing 30 burpees? How many dishes are we talking about? We're talking like you had people over. And they were Ooh, pigs. Burpees. Okay. All right. <laughs> Take the trash out or do 30 burpees? Burpees. Okay. Skip your skincare routine at night or do 30 burpees? Or actually, no. Like have your skincare routine done for you or do 30 burpees? That makes sense. I, I don't know if that makes sense. But I feel like I get what you're <laughs> saying. I, I, I don't know. What, what, what question am I trying to ask? I feel like you get what I'm trying to say. I think I get it. Yeah. I really <laughs> do the burpees. <laughs> okay. If you have to do the whole thing. Or yeah, like if yeah. you could just have your face cleaned without having to do your skincare routine, right? I think that's well, what I'm why, why, like, Obviously, <laughs> pick that versus doing 30 burpees. I don't know. My brain hurts. It's late. <laughs> Kelsey loves to wash her face. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, that was that was fun. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Kelsey, thank you so much for taking thank the time um, to speak with us. I know you probably got to get in bed soon. What is your bedtime? Is it nine? Are you like... My phone goes on sleep mode at like 9.30. Okay, so you're coming up. So if you're going to get to that skincare routine yeah. instead of doing the burpees, I <laughs> feel like you, you've got to get to it. But last chance to yes. plug yourself. Also, wait, do you have anything exciting coming yeah, up that what's you can like, kind of give us the inside scoop on? Well, the open starts tomorrow. <gasps> so that's really like season gets kicked off tomorrow. Oh, my God. So this that's is like the kickoff, the kickoff call, if you the will. The kickoff call. We're honored <laughs> to be a part of it. That's exciting. That's um, well, right. we're exciting, excited to watch you and see all the amazing things that you do. You. Um, plug yourself. Where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, mostly just Instagram at Kels Keel, K-I-E-L is my last name. Um, I My job is for Black Iron Nutrition. We have an Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, those are really the two places you can find me. Can people specifically request to have you coach them? Are you like, yes. you're probably like I'm very full. I'm not taking full. on any clients currently, but. Is there a waiting um, list? Wow. Yeah, I have a wait, I have a wait list, but I also, um, I'm like the program, the performance nutrition program lead. So I have a couple coaches that I manage that if people are wanting to work kind of immediately with a nutrition coach, especially based off of like wanting to improve their performance in a sport setting or really any performance like in a gym or whatever it might be um I can connect them with a good coach you got some rock stars and how would they reach out to you for that is that dm or yeah they can message my instagram they can dm me on instagram they can dm the black iron nutrition one um but blackironnutrition.com has um it's actually like a coach pairing quiz which is pretty cool um and you can like learn about the different coaches but also about the different programs that we have I love that. It's wow. like the bumble for like, like if I don't match with Kelsey Keel, I don't want it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Well, you can tone from home. You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is, is that, that you, you don't, don't tone alone. alone. Bye, guys.